BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. I am joined by Rich Rebar. We are picking our five favorite games against the spread. I mean, I guess I should say, as always, on Friday morning, but it's not. It's Thursday afternoon again. I, I, this is my last wedding for like three months. And then I got, and then I got more. It's, it's become, it's become a bit of a meme. This is my, this is my 10th wedding of the year, but I'm traveling. So I'm traveling on Friday. So we are recording this on Thursday afternoon. We're, we're not going to make an official pick for the Thursday night game because this isn't going to be out until later. But uh, yeah, man, we're here. All the good teams are on by. I guess, you know, the fantasy football playoffs are starting and you can't start Stephon Diggs. Not really sure what's going on there. Motivation. Motivation is motivation. Josh is, Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're showing up to FFPC main event playoffs with a with the Josh Allen, Devontae Adams team, and you're like, well, it was nice. It was nice while it lasted. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. I mean, because it's not like the greatest teams are on by, but it's still a significant number of guys like across the league when I was setting lineups. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm missing this guy this week or I'm missing this guy this week. And I'm like, yeah, this is a pain. And then yeah. I thought about FFPC and I was like, oh, man, someone doesn't have Josh Allen in FFPC. Like, I hope, I hope they picked up someone good before because I know on our Lamar team, like we were trying to p- play ahead for buys and it was gross. And stuff like maybe you luck box into like Kenny Pickett, where at least like now you're like, well, Kenny Pickett looks objectively all right right now this week. Uh, but if you're starting like Bryce Young or like any of these bottom bottom dwellers, you're just gonna be like, well, well, well oh, I think Bryce Young was our plan. I, I think that was, if I remember correctly, I mean that team is that team is dusted off anyways. But yep. that was our that was our our plan. Maybe not. Thanks, Cooper maybe. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Just catch that touchdown. Remember man. the feeling we had when Cooper Cup fell. Like I, I own it when we we got him at eight, and I think it was like one of the biggest slam dunks of all time. And then Tony Pollard came around to us on the turn, <laughs> and and we were like, "Well, this is the greatest fantasy football team of all time." Like, how does this lose? How does I? I never considered the possibility that that was not the actual million dollar team. Like, just uh, I mean, fantasy football is so stupid. It, What's it funny really is, is. Uh, you know, typically because we like to structure our teams like a lot of people we like to anchor rb or like and some so sometimes we like uh we'll run into problem where we just like don't find an rb2 over the course of the year right had a lot of those had a lot of those and amazingly that team just like ran the nuts out at rb2 
Like we had like DeAndre Swift. We we had Jerome Ford on that round. We we were starting running backs in flexes on that team. That never happens. Yeah, it never happens, man. All the receivers ended up sucking, man, for us. Uh, which is uh, what a turn of events. Yeah, and we even had we even had Lamar on that team, so it's not like it was one of those teams that was not getting. I mean, yeah. we got no bonus points at quarterback because Gus Edwards scored every Ravens touchdown for for two months. All right, let's, let's do dwell. it. Let's not dwell on that team any longer. No, no, let's not. Your number five favorite selection of the week NFL picks against the spread is Hoomst. I want to just to have a take uh, on it, so I'm going to take the 49ers just to just to pick a, the game. Oh, the eagle, the Eagles are my number one. So are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. J- Jalen Hurts, home dog. I, this, I, is, I, this this is such like a throwback spot where you just jam the 49ers. Like they had, they have a, the rest advantage. The Eagles are coming off of an overtime game, a full overtime game, which historically has been terrible. Uh, they're just their defense is on the field for 92 plays. They are down another starting linebacker in this game. Like everything here, like they've just played three hell games in a row. Uh, this feels like it just the timing of this spot for the 49ers to kind of come in and just like to take, to take care. I don't want to say take care of them. I don't want to say like they're going to dog walk the Eagles. They definitely aren't. But I do think that the 49ers are just in like an absolutely advantageous spot for the way this, the timing of this game plays out. I don't disagree with any of that. I don't I think that all is like pretty good um circumstantial analysis of the situation. What I would disagree with, obviously, given that the Eagles are my number one, is that teams that have the best players tend to continually come up big in those spots. When you have Jalen Hurts, when you have AJ Brown, when you have Jason Kelsey. When you have, I guess, I mean, I, I could start naming off their defensive players, but everyone who listens to this would know that I was lying because I don't know if any of them are actually all that good. Jalen Carter, he's Jalen Carter's really good. good. I, I do know that. He is very good. Um, basically, I would say that the Philadelphia Eagles record in these close games is not an accident. And, you know, analytics nerds would even push back on that, right? Because they'd say, like, oh, one-score games. You know, it's just kind of like a coin flip, and it is what it is. I, I would basically just say I'm betting on Jalen Hurts the same way that I would bet on Patrick Mahomes, more or less, which is that the biggest moments, the biggest spots, I basically think way more often than not he's he's going to come through. There's actually there's this great video that you guys uh, can find if you're interested of basically listening to the defense talking during the the last two drives so the field goal drive and then the touchdown drive and overtime and the defense the Eagles defense is just saying like it's over like we have Jalen Hurts like Jalen Hurts is my quarterback you guys don't know about Jalen Hurts and like obviously he scores the rushing touchdown at the end so this is uh this is not an analytics pick for me this is not although I was I still am very surprised that this is the line that it's two and a half with, I think I, it would have got hammered the other way. I think if they set because just how people bet like old Vegas heads, like if they sure. if the Eagles were favored, I think the 49ers would have got hammered. I think hammered. They would have got yeah, and they would have got money line hammered, I think. Well, yes. Yeah. So I think you're I think you are I think you are right. I just like to me in my head, this was Eagles by two and a half. Like that's just what I, I, I thought. Even, it would like be. you said, I, I have it five. I just wanted to have like us to because I, I think it, it's fun to talk about this game. It's, it's it's clearly the biggest game of the week. This game is and I, I like this game because it feels like these teams genuinely 
hate each other, right? Like after oh, happened, for like, yes, and like all the missing. all the complaining. I mean, remember Devo saying, yeah, you know, we we would have blown them out, yada yada. Yeah, they do not like each other because like we've had like good rivalries in the NFL, and they've given us good games. But like it's been a while since we had a rivalry where it's like that was nasty. Like we haven't had a nasty rivalry since like Steelers Ravens, like when they were clipping, like those Steelers Ravens teams. Like yeah, I, I I maybe the 49ers Seahawks were a little bit like that, like when they were. Like, oh, like those games their, their were Rams Rams Seahawks when the Rams stunk and the Seahawks were good. Those were those were good games. Like that's how I feel. Like we have the like with this because like Cowboys Eagles doesn't even feel like that great yet. But like this this feels like these teams. Well, it's are, like, it's this, because no one no one actually believes the Cowboys. Like no one true. no one believes everyone has been scorned too Yeah. But this this game feels nasty. I'm actually like excited. I'm genuinely excited for this game. Uh, and I definitely believe the Eagles can win. I just think circumstantially the timing of this game, like everything almost falls in the 49ers' favor. Other than you just saying like, hey, they've got Jalen Hurts. That's 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 it, man. It's it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a dog at home to Brock Purdy. Because if this ends up being the NFC Championship game and both teams are off the week before and they're going back to Philadelphia or whatever, if the Eagles, you know, they hang on like that, it's totally different, right? But with the 49ers playing at Thanksgiving, the Eagles just playing that, like that last hell game, like they're, like I said, their defense on the field for 92 snaps. 92 plays, yeah. In that game. It's like, and the end losing Zach Cunningham, I think is huge. If you lose, if you saw the Bills use James Cook in that game, uh man christian mccaffrey's gonna give them a lot of trouble <laughs> uh because they were exploiting those linebackers so like i'm really i'm really curious though like how this game's gonna play i hope it's nasty i hope it's just a fight man i think i mean i think it i think it probably will be uh i i think i think it definitely will be all right uh my number five the los angeles chargers minus five points against the the new england patriots i mean Char- for me, the Chargers can almost never be higher than five. Like I, I think I think they're permanently banned from being any higher than that. But I mean, this this Patriots team, how down bad is Bill Belichick, dude? He's like Bailey Zappi's probably gonna start this game. You know, they just they 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 got nothing. They are they are a nothing football team. Um, yeah. So the Chargers just have to, I guess the. And we both took the Ravens last week, but the the Chargers just have to get to, um, what seven? Well, if they get to twenty one, they cover here because the Patriots are not scoring two touchdowns. Buddy, I don't think the Patriots are the first team in thirty years of football to allow ten or fewer points in back to back games and lose. Like this is the most simulate to end. Yeah season i've seen from a team in a while like because the jets are like down bad right like the jets are down bad their quarterback got hurt this was the patriots plan like like, they've had some defensive injuries but like this is the yes this is what they wanted to do this is is the roster they put together though like especially on the offense side of the ball like this like they they're they're like not really like missing stuff that offense like this is what they put together (laughs) Uh, because the defense only gave up 20 points total the last two weeks they didn't really like say play play like world beaters, but like the defense is holding up there in the bargain here. This is the offense that was assembled by human beings to play in the year of 2023 football. I and it seems like, unbelievable. It it doesn't actually seem believable. Before the season, do you remember when they gave Devontae Parker that contract extension? And everyone's like, What? Like it was the most out of left field contract extension we ever saw. Like, what is happening? What is this organization doing? 
And what and like Demaro Douglas might not play in this game. He's like the like he's like okay. So he's like one of their functions. Only players. only Brock only uh only only Brock Purdy uh plays after after suffering a concussion the prior week. So like he probably won't play. I mean Ramondre's shown like some signs of life at least. But like dude, this this team, it's just unserious operation on offense, dude. It's an absolutely unserious operation. I don't I cannot foresee a time, maybe the rest of the season, I will not bet against the Patriots. I mean, it just feels like if it was not Bill Belichick coaching them and they weren't the Patriots, they would be getting treated like, you know, the Falcons or whatever. They'd be nine and a half point dogs in some of these spots or whatever. But because they're the Patriots and because they have the ethos, they're getting a little bit more respect. If you're, How do you not, in a situation with the Patriots, because we know what Bailey Zappi is. He's fine. He maybe is like a serviceable backup and get you through like if your starting quarterback misses a month. He can tread water. You go two and two, maybe on like a solid team. But like if you're the Patriots right now and you're two and nine, you actually are staring at maybe getting the first overall pick and maybe pulling yourself out of this this hole uh, of this, this just hell you put yourself in. How do you not just let Malik Cunningham play the rest of these games? I mean, that's that's what I've been rooting for this entire time. How do you not like, just th- how do you not just say fuck it? Like let's just see what Malik Cunningham can do these last. Uh, six games of the year we'll let him run around uh, we'll let him at least do some stuff and just see if like maybe we, he's like someone that either be a chip that we, we have to like just like I don't see because like what do you get out of playing Bailey Zappi what do you get like what is the upside what do you gain if even he plays well what do you get well I guess you get uh <laughs> I guess you get your backup quarterback for the next couple of years exactly dude. just play like just play Malik Cunningham who gives a shit well, yeah, I mean, look, they, no NFL coaches don't view it the same way we do, you know. No, like, and definitely Belichick is looking at that shit just like, uh, like you know, uh, Murtaugh, you know, lethal, lethal weapons. Like, I'm too yes, old for shit. Like, I'm I, too old I, for I, shit. Deal, I ain't dealing with, like, Malik Cunningham, just whatever. I let, I let, you know, he's like, he's like, I let Cam Newton come in here and run for all those touchdowns, and that didn't get me anywhere. So what is letting Malik Cunningham going to run for all these touchdowns do? It's not going to do shit for me. So what's the point? That's definitely yeah. that's definitely where he's at. Well, uh, that was so was this three, one. Though. That was your three. Okay, I figured I figured you'd probably have that one. All right, what is your four? Uh, my four is the Detroit Lions. Uh, and that's the spot where the Saints. I mean, so Saints have been one of the worst home teams in the NFL this season. The Saints are 0-4 and one against the spread at home this season. The New Orleans Saints have not led at halftime at home at all in a game this season. The only other team to do that this season is the Jets. They Stick. are probably not going to have Chris Olave. They lost Rashid Shahid. Uh, I don't know how do they create offense. Like you know, how many Alvin Kamara dump offs are going to? I be mean, I, uh, I'm a little I'm a little surprised at you because I know that you know about Lynn Bowden Jr. I know I, I yeah I know that I know that you're 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 a ball knower. You know about Lynn Bowden Jr. <laughs> That's how they're going to create offense. That's how it's going to happen. But you've got another team like the Lions coming off of a bad loss, uh, which is probably getting baked in the line a little bit here, but another rest advantage spot for them. So I think and obviously we're not worried about road golf in a dome. Like, so this, this is another one where I just think it's, a, it, this one probably should be closer to six. So I'm, I'm in on this one. Uh, Yeah. Got no, got no issue with this one. I, I am, uh, noted goth non-believer have been a non-goth boy 
for as long as I can remember. So, so these are not spots that just like when I start looking at games, I really want to drift towards, but I'm also really not a Derek Carr guy. I'm also very directionally short on Derek Carr and Carr without Alave, Shahid or Michael Thomas is like, it could get, it could get pretty dark. It could, uh, it could get, it could get late early for the new Orleans saints. Um, in this game and we've yeah. seen their defense not really play as well like the past month as they were earlier obviously oh, they're not gonna have Marshall, Marshall Lattimore here either okay I got a I got a gross one I got a very gross one for for my number four <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons yeah, minus that's my two I'm, I don't even care the, 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 again the same thesis I'll let you go to not to cut you off completely but I'm just gonna bet against the Jets every week at this point the, dude dude the, it's like it's very similar to the Patriots thing in the sense of like, what are we even doing here? Because you, you're like, sure. You're, you're probably not going to win games with Zach Wilson, but you might as well not even play if Tim Boyle is your quarterback, like Tim Boyle. What what he had, I think what he had 37 passing yards or something like that heading into the fourth quarter of that game against the dolphins. It was like the dolphins to it through a, a pick six and like, just kind of whelped around. It didn't, I mean, it just, it didn't matter. It, it it truly did not matter. What the other team did did not matter because the Jets, if they were out there against practice dummies, I don't know how could they have gotten a 300 yards on offense or whatever. Like, it just, they fucking stink, man. Tim Boyle is a loser. <laughs> He's a I loser, dude. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle's yeah. thrown 158 passes now in the NFL. He's thrown 11 interceptions. On those passes, seven uh, percent interception rate. Seven percent of his NFL passes have been interceptions. In college, Tim Boyle threw thirteen touchdowns and twenty six interceptions. How, like, how is this guy even in the league? I I don't I don't know. I I I guess I mean someone said this the other day on Twitter and they're probably he's friends right. with Rogers and Hackett, right? Like that's he's that he's reason. just got to be he's got to just be a nice, pleasant guy to be around. Got to be a good locker room guy. The the coaches like him. Rogers likes him. You know that's got to be that's got to be it basically. Hey, before he transferred to Eastern Kentucky, his three years at Kentucky threw one touchdown and thirteen interceptions. And he wasn't even that good at Eastern Kentucky. No, he threw 13 interceptions there last year. The dude is just a, he's a turnover machine. I don't, I guess I just don't, um, I just don't get it. I just I don't mean, get it. We, we talked about last week because we, you had the, you laid the big points with uh, the Dolphins because we did this on Thursday last week. Yeah. Uh, we did on Thanksgiving. And, and I was joke. we were joked about this game. And dude, Robert Sala, like this dude, like he is dying before our eyes. Like this guy's soul has, has left his body. Like, yeah, he didn't ask, ago. he didn't ask for this. Like this is a dude whose like reputation and coaching career has been ruined. And like, he, I've never seen, I've seen some, we've seen some bad seasons from NFL coaches, right? Like where like things have just gone against them and they've got people like, this seat, like Robert Sala, like the transformation of like him when he does like those halftime interviews, like he had to go do a halftime interview after his team just watched a guy return a Hail Mary a hundred yards. <laughs> like, it's, I'm like, this guy is down so damn bad. Like he just looks so like, oh, we, he needs a vacation. Like he, we got to give this guy like four months off where he can just like unplug, like away from the earth. Like, oh, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad for like most of the people involved, other than Rogers and Zach Wilson. I don't really feel bad for them, but everyone else, I feel pretty. I the 
by the way, there's never been a more eye-rolling NFL storyline than Aaron Rodgers' practice window being being opened. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just get, just even saying those words is giving me a headache. I is <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, shit. All right, that was my that was my number four. Do we already do your number three? We done all mine, but my one. Okay, we did your number three. All right, uh, my number three is oh you're not gonna like this one i bet i bet you're not gonna be on this one the arizona cardinals plus five and a half points against the pittsburgh steelers uh you were you were right last week i was super wrong on that one i had the cardinals on mine last week classic mcveigh owning uh kyler situation there i'm just gonna one i'm gonna be the last person left i mean you know kyler's gonna be traded to the washington commanders or whatever or the buccaneers and i'm gonna be the last one left on It'll be like, you know how those internet weirdos will pop up and be like, why isn't Carson Wentz a starting quarterback in the NFL right now? That's going to be me in like four years for Kyler Murray. I'm going to be like, you're telling me that Tim Boyle's on an NFL roster and Kyler Murray can't start? Like, that'll be me. But really, I am just going to presume that the Steelers being five and a half points is a bit of an overreaction based on them finally gaining 400 yards of offense again last week. and. I don't know your opinion on that, but I, I mean, the, the Kenny Pickett's still Kenny Pickett, you know, it's not, it's Kenny Pickett didn't turn into CJ Stroud overnight. Maybe they will be more efficient on offense. Maybe they will be, maybe they've got better stuff, but like, I think it was just kind of a confluence of, of things that's maybe not necessarily repeatable. This Conor. is the Steelers, man, pulling everyone back. Uh, yes, everyone exactly. Back. This is exactly. Like, this is so, cause their schedule the rest of the way is, pretty like do they still play the Bengals again i think they play the colts next week uh they they've got they're gonna listen the steelers are gonna make the playoffs we just have to deal with it oh they play the patriots next week then the colts my bad then the bank jake browning again so like they're probably shit dude they're gonna be there i mean maybe the colts game you say is like a 50 50 but like man they're probably gonna be 10 and 5 like headed into those last two games so they're probably gonna get in and then like what we're in the same thing right like Tomlin's got alligator blood. They get in, they get, they lose to a good quarterback, and then like we're back at square one again. Like this is the steel. It's like the Steeler mantra of like the last decade. Like they don't lose, they hang around, but they're really not threats to win anything either. It's it's insane. I mean, it's actually like and everyone seems pretty happy with it. Like everyone seems pretty happy with that approach. Yeah, Tomlin seems fine with it ownership seems fine with it i guess i don't know who the steelers gm is but he's i guess he seems fine with it yeah i mean but this is i, I don't mind i don't have this on my list or anything because i don't trust this cardinals team i don't trust this cardinals defense but well, this these are the correct. spots though where tomlin typically like the steelers historically like do play down to their they play down sometimes. yeah and like even last week like they should have smoked the Bengals. Like, like you said, oh, they, they should have. <laughs> they they finally gained yards on offense, and Jake Browning was eating sacks like nothing. I mean, they should have they should have got to thirty, and they didn't. Yeah, they won sixteen to ten. So it's like like that parade we threw for the Steelers' offense. They won sixteen to ten. Like, yeah, con- congratulations. Yeah. yeah, this is it though. They're making the playoffs though. So just we just oh sure it. yeah. I mean, you just gotta get it. used to that now. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna play what who in the in the first round? Some some good quarterback and. Probably. Texans probably right oh yeah well they already got smoked by them yeah uh shit okay so we've got my number two and your number one is that it is that does that check out I think that's right yes yeah 
All right, my number two is the Kansas City Chiefs minus six points on the road to the Green Bay Packers. Um, One, consider me a non-believer in the Jordan Love resurgence. Happy to be wrong. Again, I would always be happy to be wrong about these things. Anytime the thesis of the statement is this quarterback has been outperforming his expectations, uh, I would love for that to be Jordan Love's expectation moving forward. If Jordan Love could be a 7.4 YPA guy who runs a little bit and, and has three fantasy viable wide receivers. I mean, just chef's fucking kiss. It would be amazing to have another good team for fantasy. Uh, The other thing is the chiefs finally showed like a little bit of sauce on offense. It it took uh, gaining zero yards in the first quarter against the Las Vegas Raiders, but just like a little bit of fight, a little bit of identity, a little, and probably I would say the number one thing, and I've been waiting for them to do this, is just letting the players get in a rhythm. When you are chopping and changing and subbing guys in and subbing guys out, no one can get into a rhythm. Like, and I, I mean, I don't want to blame all that on the reason why, like, Tony stinks and Hardman stinks. Like, these guys just stink because they stink. But, like, for Watson and for MVS and for Rice, like, just let these guys play. Just, like, don't let – let the dudes play. And well, I still feel for rice the whole year. Just like, yes, God, just dude, let like, the dude, even play. last week, he still only 68% of the routes on dropbacks. Like just let him, let him play a whole game. It's, it's, it's in, it is infinitely, infinitely frustrating to me, but yeah, I still think, I still think you're buying low on the chiefs. Honestly, I, I think the market is, is not as sold on the chiefs as they, as they should be. Yeah, I, I didn't have this one on there, not for any particular reason. I definitely think that Jordan Love is probably going to have uh, a, a down week compared to the past two weeks. If he hits here, I'll be surprised because, I mean, this Chiefs, yeah. de- this Chiefs defense has just been so good for the entirety of the season. Uh, so if he's able to hit here, um, then we'll start to come around. Like you said, I also would like Jordan Love. To be, he's like the archetype of guy I would love to be good. So please, I, like I, I want it to be true. Amazing. Yeah, I, 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 it would be, it would be incredible. I mean, imagine having another good NFL quarterback in the league that is starting <laughs> I mean, to listen, boil. Please. Yeah, <laughs> please, for the love of God, give us at least like half of these. Can we have half of a league of good players? I mean, they're like, there are thirty-two people on the planet that are good or that good at this job. It's absolutely mind blowing. There, I guess there are like ten. There are like ten people who are good at it. Sadly. Yeah, I mean, there are some guys that just like aren't allowed to play in the NFL yet that I would probably consider like probably good at it. But like, we're still there aren't thirty two of them. We don't have thirty two humans on this planet that are good at playing quarterback. Do we though? Do we have that many? No, we don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Okay. You're number one. I guess I didn't have it. Who do you got? Oh, uh, yeah, I got the Dolphins. Uh, oh well yeah sure i mean look i got yeah obviously obviously i got i got no issue with this one i i yeah this is a great pick i mean it's literally the most explosive offense in the nfl versus this defense that's just hemorrhaged the most explosive plays in the nfl uh obviously jack del rio now has been he someone was gonna fall in that sword eventually for what's happening and it, it, like it, and it was gonna take a domino effect like we had to have multiple people before we got to Ron Rivera. You know, first it was Scott Turner. Now it's Jack Del Rio. Now we're on to like, hey, Ron, you're next. Uh, but this is literally just the matchup. You're like, the only thing better is that this game would be would be in Miami. But just structurally, when you have what the 
Dolphins set out to do offensively versus what the commanders are able to do defensively, especially since they are last in the NFL in pressure rate since they traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I dis there I would never say a team could score 70 points twice in one season, but like there's fifties in play here, I think. Fifties definitely in play. So I mean it's a lot. There's like the I I the biggest thing is just how we're gonna approach this in DFS. Like our I I feel it's like old 2019 days where like we just have to jam these guys in. My plan is to just play Howell to like not to not sweat it that much, just play a lot of Howell. Uh, McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel, probably not that much Logan Thomas. And then, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be doing it again. I'll be back there with a chain. I mean, should be, should be back this week. He started the last game when he came back. Sounds like he maybe could have played last week and they were like, buddies, it's the jets. Let's, let's give, uh, let's give the, they should say that again this week against the committee. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but but now, But now Ahmed's hurt, Jeff Wilson Jr. And they're like, I actually think now the more prudent thing would be like, dude, Raheem Mostert's 31 years old and we just gave him 24 carries against the Jets. Like we should take it easy on him a little bit and let let the young kid go out there and and go nuts. Yeah, so I I would just give the Jeff Wilson and let them throw. I would just probably not call a run play for the first 30 plays of this game. Might be fun. I mean, might be I, fun. Be I mean, this commander's pass defense is just so bad, dude. Like, you got Keon Cavante Turpin just like boat racing dudes like that. Like that. Like, I I think I think the rule should be if Cavante Turpin goes in the Salvation Army Bowl, the game's over. The game's over once. This is automatically Turpin. over. It's over. Yeah, Drop you the let sticks. put the sticks down. Yeah, <laughs> sticks are over. Uh, uh, opposing player has opposing player has left the game. I just mm-hmm. I, I think if I think if Turpin goes in the bowl, that's it. It's over because because this slate in particular for dfs because all the buys and everything like we don't have the front end quarterbacks right like we have hertz and tua and then it's pretty wide open but if if hertz like somehow doesn't get there against the 49ers and he's gotten there against everyone there's no reason to think he at least won't be viable but if tua drops like a hammer game like it could be just a situation where like he's so far ahead of the field this week because the field is so weak that if you just didn't have Tua tyreek maybe waddle like what do you do? Oh, man? right. That's whatever that's what everyone says on fantasy football shows every single week, right? It's like uh you know, jail model, pretty good leverage on on Tyreek. No, nah, no. Nah. I think the I've been trying to think about this from like the old days though, like the 2019 days of remember when we had Antonio Brown and then one of David Johnson or CMC or Gurley, like yeah, during that stretch. every week. I feel like this is one of those weeks where I just want to get CMC and Tyreek. And just like, even if I play like a fucking scrub, because obviously everyone's going to have Zach Moss, but if even if I just play like A.T. Perry or even go back to Greg Dorch or like, I don't know. So like, it just, who cares? Because like these two dudes are going to do so much work. Like it feels like those days. Oh, I'm playing, I'm playing Dorch. I'm playing A.T. Perry. I'm playing um, Lynn Bowden. I'm playing, I'm playing all the scrubs. I I'm dead ass I I dead ass playing at least minimum one of Juwan John, yeah, play Juwan Johnson yeah uh, no I'm a Brevin Jordan guy I will be a I'll be a I I've been completely sold on Brevin Jordan by Jacob Sanderson he's a big he's a big Brevin Jordan guy so Dalton Schultz DNP DNP Tank no practice Wednesday practice Thursday we'll see what happens there but I think yeah D'Amico said Tank's playing all right well. 
whatever. I'm still a Brevin but Jordan Schultz guy. Schultz has a hamstring for sure. Um, yeah, it feels like one of those – because, man, I know Tyreek is – he's 10K on FanDuel, 9-6 on DraftKings, but against this Commander's team, like – it feels you do, like you do. How will A chain Moss Tyreek punt tight end, punt wide receiver? You're living. It's, it's easy. I bet, I bet the Sims are gonna have Tyreek as like a giga good play, like but a guy the, you should play a ton but of. But the crazy people, I think people are gonna approach the slate from a meta stance though of not taking CMC with Tyreek because of the salary, and there's probably gonna be like a 20% gap in like ownership. Oh, for Tyreke sure, and CMC, but. I feel like because I feel like CMC's in a, a pretty good spot too, and I want I want him as well. So man, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I like had I had not thought about that angle. I had not thought about the CMC Tyreek angle. Honestly, remember we used to do this like where they said it was Gurley, McCaffrey, David Johnson. You get Antonio Brown, and you're just like whatever. These guys, I, I know what these guys are doing. And then that's how everyone played DFS for like two years, right? Like that's how good Antonio Brown that people don't realize. Like, I feel like people are still underselling what Tyreek's doing in a way. Like it feels like yes. it feels casual. Like it feels casual that this dude has 10 catches for hundred yards. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. The, he just goes nine for one twenty five and a touchdown. And you're like, yeah, I mean, that's just Tyreek. That's what he does. Yeah. Dude literally has more yards through 11 games than any player since 1961. Like my dad wasn't even born in 1961. It's kind of gnarly. It's kind of gnarly. Yeah, yeah it's good yeah. stuff. But yeah, this other than that though, should be fun. Uh, but other than that, but other than that, you know, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you just go in plan of attack very heavy on on Tyreek this week. It feels it feels like kind of like you just are not going to win with that. Probably multiple Dolphins, honestly, are going to be needed. Yeah, well, that's why I said the two angle, like you do two of CMC because like just the quarterback is so bad. Like I don't even know if like if well two fails, then it's wide open. Like shit is real wide open because you you do have hurts the hurts factor, but then people people are gonna play Purdy I think for that game. You do have Stroud in like a tough spot. Herbert's probably not gonna go nuclear against the the Patriots. You're not worried about that. And then it's just like the vagabond dudes like the, the the qb back end qb1 types right like the guys that get there but never really bury you like howell and russell wilson and uh jared goff like th- those guys even if they hit value like you're not you're you don't you're not scared about them hitting value yeah that's true i mean that's probably it's probably like this week i i could see a really cheap quarterback like a total unstacked like will levis or something winning winning the millie baker mayfield or whatever yeah, it could be like picket like or something yeah. stupid like picket against the cardinals or like i said like maybe ross is that guy this week uh because he's running around a little bit and like yeah i don't know it's it's bad though the, the the games outside of eagles 49ers like do not look like we're gonna have like a lot of competitive outcomes no um, no they don't there are a lot of big spreads I think Broncos Texans looks like it. I think that looks like a trap game, but that's like the one other possible on the main slate where you're like, Hey, these two teams could get there. True. Yeah. I think that is true. Like all right, man. Season. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But let's, we'll, we'll, let's, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. Tell the people sharp football. You Do we, do we have anything coming for Christmas? What's uh, what, what can uh, they expect? From Mr. I don't know Warren. what they're doing for Christmas. Obviously, on my side, they'll probably do more stuff for like Warren and playoffs because you know fantasy football at this point, people either in or out. You know, 
You yes, know how it is. Correct. Like I do. I do. You're not moving a lot of new subs in fantasy football right now. Uh, imagine, imagine logging in in week 13 and being like, dude, I gotta know who to pick up this week. You know, like, I mean, you I should just... read the worksheet. I'll say that. You well, of course, it. of course, you should read the worksheet, but you should have been reading it the whole time. Like, you don't need to. Yeah, you know what that's I'm what saying? I mean. I'm like, I'm not like, you know, the, the the off chance someone's reading it for the first time would be great, but uh, yeah, it's hard to move fantasies. I think they're doing promo code save fifteen right now, or or promo code angles. I wish I knew for sure. I'm bad right now. It's December. What do you do? It's December. It's December. It's December. There are six teams on by. You know, we are we are all out here. Winter has come. Winter winter has come for us all um oh huge sneeze there you can tell you can tell the winner is coming for me we're getting out of here everyone thank you very much for listening we will uh, be back next week good luck later across america bp supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.